Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to America's Heroes Group Roundtable with partner National Coalition Homeless Veterans. It's Saturday, January 15th, 2022. January is Cervical Cancer Awareness Month. I am host Cliff Kelly. Hey, and I'm the co-host, Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold. Cliff, we are always in a great attendance when you're here. Okay. Uh, we have the executive producer, Glenda Smith, our digital media producer, the great Ivan Ortega, Scouts Honor Productions. And today we have some incredible partners with us with the uh, National Coalition of Homeless Veterans. It's our, one of our partners, NCHV. Uh, Catherine Monet, who is the chief executive officer of the National Coalition for Homeless Veterans, and also Ralph Cooper, who is the community and residential veteran services coordinator, Cloudbreak Houston, LLC, and co-founder of the National Coalition for Homeless Veterans. They do a wonderful job every day of the year. And we have as a panelist James D. Rodriguez, a retired 21-year U.S. Marine veteran and U.S. Department of Labor's Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary for Policy for Veterans Employment and Training Services, VETS. And we'll as to talk about a little bit about his history as we're going through. And as he's giving his talk, he has an incredible background. Okay, so today's discussion is going to center on the mission, purpose, and the to agenda for U.S. Department of Labor Veterans Employment and Training Service. Very, very great to have all of you on. How are you doing? Um, uh, you know, I, I uh, always say that this is a great thing, Catherine, when you're on and also with Ralph. And again, welcome, welcome, James. Uh, who wants to start off? How about Mr. Rodriguez? Yes, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, you want to go in right into it? Jump in. <laughs> Okay. To replay I your message, it. press 1. I am used to delete that, and so. re-record your message, press 3. Okay, be careful. Uh, we have to uh, mute your phone if you're not uh, speaking at this present time. But, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, do you want to go ahead and mm -hmm. we will... Um, okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sure, thanks. Well, I can't tell you how excited I am to be here, so I really appreciate this important conversation because, as you all know, it serving our veterans is the thing that we do best at Department of Labor Vets. We have a phenomenal team all across the entire country and overseas who do this with passion, with integrity, and three-quarters of our staff actually wore the uniform. And so they really look at this as their next mission. So I can't tell you how excited I am here to be with you all to represent our team and all of our uh, valuable team members at Department of Labor Vets. I heard you all mention about mission. So I don't cover a little bit about what our mission is. And it is to prepare America's veterans, transitioning service members, and military spouses for meaningful careers, provide them with employment resources and expertise, protect their employment rights, and promote their employment opportunities. And we take this mission very, very uh, extraordinarily to heart because of the fact, as I mentioned, we know how important our veterans are to the community. We know how important they are to our nation. 
And so we try to do our best every single day when we come to work. You know, something that's just so great, Mr. Rodriguez, you also mentioned uh, military spouses. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's important. Exactly Tell, right. Yeah, that, that's, I just think that's great. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. No, 100% agree. Um, one of the things that we really talked about when I came in office last year was we needed to refocus on military spouses because we know how integral they are to the mission of our active duty service members. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I am married to a military spouse. I've been married uh, going on 30 years to my wife, who is also a Marine. And uh, I understand personally the value of military spouses. So has, we Colonel, also know so has Colonel Arnold. <laughs> yeah. I'm and sorry. Congratulations. <laughs> and so what I like to say, and I think people say this often, is that when the service member transition, if they are married, the military spouse transitions as well, and so do the family members. So we have to keep that in mind when they are all transitioning. It is something new for everybody. And so we want to provide those resources when we can to help them all be successful in their next endeavor after military service. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I was thinking about that when you were saying that, um, Mr. Rodriguez, but, that, but a lot of the veterans who have uh, disabilities or have uh, been injured and wounded in combat, their spouses are actually taking on the role of uh, taking care of the, you know, payments for the family, the mortgage, and those kinds of things. So a focus on spouses is really important as well, you know, even for non-military uh, spouses. Well, that's exactly right. I couldn't agree more. And uh, in my former role as Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense in, the 14, in 2014 and 2017, I actually led one of the uh, caregiver programs for military spouses. And so, again, I got to see the inherent value of everything you just mentioned of those spouses who stood up and often left their jobs and became the primary caregiver for those injured ill service members. And so we know how valuable they are, again, to the success of the family when they transition out. So we want to also make sure we support them. One of the things we do at, at uh, DOL Vets is we actually help them with their transition through a program called Transition Employment Assistance for Military Spouses, or TEAMS, what we like to call it. And that's specifically transition programs for the military spouses to help them also prepare for their next uh, employment opportunity when they are also transitioning out with their service member. Well, that's just what I was going to ask you, Mr. Rodriguez. Uh, this is very uh, interesting, but they, that's, that's a lot of work for, the, for them. They really have to know what they're doing, don't they? Well, that is a lot of work, sure. and you're exactly right. But, mm-hmm. but we know that the spouses oftentimes are the ones that carry a lot of the load for the military members. I, I often say that it's easy to serve in uniform. It's hard to take care of the family and do all the other things uh, outside of the traditional day-to-day duties uh, on active duty. So the spouses do a lot of work, and we want to make sure that we can support them the best that we can. And this program, Teams, is really designed to help them look for that next career also and it gives them a flexibility because the training that they can do is online and it's virtual because of the fact that we know everybody is busy. We know they uh, have a lot of things that they are juggling at the same time. And so uh, this program is designed to help them with their resumes, with networking, how to use LinkedIn, uh, how to, to uh, utilize resources that are available to them to find the next job wherever they are going, uh, whatever location they're transitioning to, rather even look at licenses and um, certifications, excuse me, how they can transfer those licenses and certifications to other states. So a lot of good resources that we put into supporting our military spouses. Fantastic. We have some more time to go, but I want you to give the uh, place that people can go to, website, phone number, something that people can connect to. And I'll ask it again 
uh, down the road so people can grab their pens and uh, pieces of paper? <laughs> sure. Uh, if you go to dol.vets.gov, you can see all of our uh, information there, and it, uh, it really highlights all of the programs that we have, uh, specifically our Homeless Veterans Reintegration Program, but also our teams program that I just covered. Oh, fantastic. Okay. And, you know, so uh, the other thing you have is the grants that are available as well. So what is that about and how does does that work? So, yeah, thank you for asking that. We have, uh, we actually are just launching our our, um, open um, application process for our grants. $14 million of grants are going to be distributed. Mm -hmm. And there's the application period is open up until March of this year. And that grant is really designed to, uh, it's the only federal grant designed for supporting our veterans who are either homeless or at risk of becoming homeless to help them find employment. So DOL Vets, again, our focus is on employment. So we're the only federal agency focused on veteran employment, and that's our mission to support our homeless and our at-risk homeless veterans. So this grant really goes out to any organization that is doing this great work across the country. And we encourage anybody that is doing this type of work to apply for these grants. You go onto our website, grants.gov, you'll see that uh, all of that information is out there. You'll also see some uh, particulars in there that talks about how this uh, grant can be utilized, what type of organizations can uh, apply for this grant. But most importantly, you'll see some opportunities for training. And so if people are interested in how to uh, apply for these grants, there's some uh, information on there that really talks about training on the DOL uh, website for Hopeless Veterans and Reintegration Program. Well, you, you have two people here who are really great in that field of uh, homeless veterans' work. Uh, I'm not talking about myself and Cliff. You know, <laughs> Catherine <laughs> and Ralph are really embedded in this work for uh, quite a, a long time and have been doing uh, outstanding work in, their, uh, in the communities and what they're doing. Um, but, and also, you were mentioning also training service. So what, what is the training service? You were saying that it's online, but what kinds of uh, occupations, what types of things do you think uh, people need? Because I, I know that in the employment field, a lot of times yeah. veterans have a ta- hard time translating their uh, skills that they have in the military, um, even their leadership skills, which are uh, absolutely, um, you'd, you'd look at it and you know it's there, uh, into a civilian role. So how do people transition or, you know, approach that? Sure. Well, first of all, let me I just uh, – you mentioned Catherine Monet, and I also want to uh, echo how phenomenal uh, she is when it comes to supporting our homeless veterans across the country. Uh, she is a great partner of DOL Vets, and, we, you know, the work that we do is really uh, conducive to having great partners like that because we know that it takes a village, first and foremost. And uh, having Catherine as part of our team, as our partner, is really critical to the work we do. So I wanted to say that. And then secondly, uh, you talked about training. So one of the things we do at VETS is uh, to transition assistance program for our active duty service members. They can take this training about a year before they transition out of the military, and it helps them prepare for their next mission, if you will. It does. Uh, there's three parts that are mandatory of it, three days rather. Uh, a five-day course, Department of Defense gives one day, Department of Veterans Affairs one day, and Department of Labor Vets the third day. And then there's two additional days that they can utilize to help them build some new skills, and uh, especially if they're looking to become entrepreneurs, things like that. There's some training that's involved in there. And so that's one iteration of training So as, while they're in active duty. The second iteration is we just launched an off-base transition training program 
that's actually going to start on January 18th. And we're doing this pilot across uh, five states with some specific areas where our veteran employment rate, unemployment rate is hot. And this off-base transition training program is designed to support our veterans who have been out of the military for a while, who are now looking for their next career. Maybe they're looking to join a uh, uh, employment area where they were not in in the past, and they're looking for new skill sets. Well, we can help them. Taking a lot of the information that we have from our active duty service members, we're now going to provide that to our veterans. And that's in, um, in those specific uh, pilot states or pilot areas that I mentioned, uh, five states, actually. And uh, also our Guard and Reserve, they're going to be able to utilize this resources as well. And it's brick and mortar as well as online training. So we want to help our veterans start uh, preparing for, again, whatever career they are looking to join. Um, if they uh, lost their job due to the pandemic or they're just looking forward to the next career opportunity. So those are two areas of training that we are focused on at DOL Vets. That, that's fantastic. Um, I'm really encouraged by this um, because I, I look at a lot of veterans. And I know, um, you know, Catherine and uh, Ralph have always talked about this on shows that, you know, it's the opportunities. Uh, you know, a lot of veterans who are homeless don't want to be in that uh, circumstance. Uh, you know, some are struggling with different issues, of course. But uh, if there's a way of them to um, transition into a more, uh, active, meaningful life. This is a perfect opportunity for them. And, you know, at the same, give the uh, telephone number or the uh, the website again so that people can uh, key into this. Are you talking about specifically about the, the training that I yes, yes. mentioned? Mm-hmm. So if you go into dolvets.gov, you'll get to see all of our programs uh, in regards to training that we have. But if you go into grants.gov, then you'll see the Homeless Veterans Reintegration Program. Okay. Grant opportunity. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so uh, is there anything that um, you think that people should know about how we can support this? You know, I, I know this requires uh, people to uh, be behind uh, the, the, you know, the legislation. We, you know, it's not in a nonpart, very nonpartisan way. You know, supporting veterans programs is important to all of us. So mm-hmm. it's really being aware of, you know, vo- you know uh, veterans supporting uh, the the, the uh, people who are homeless who need to be off of the streets or being given some place to go, people who need jobs. So all of us have a responsibility, I think, to talk to people who are in um, our legislative districts just to let them know how we feel that it's important to take care of these people who are honorably served our country and their heroes. <laughs> well, I can say well, that. I think think it, it <laughs> Sorry about that. Go right ahead. <laughs> Well, I was just going to raise two things, right? And I think the first is if you're an employer, right, find out who your HVRP grantees are in your community. And if you've got jobs available, see if you can offer an opportunity to a veteran who's exiting homelessness. And I think the other thing that I would flag is that, you know, the HVRP program is a really great program, right? Veterans who exit on average earn above $16 an hour, which is great, all things considered. But it's not the biggest federal program in the world, and it's a program that has been slowly, steadily growing. And so I think any listener who hears this should know that they should be out there asking Congress to increase the authorization levels and give more funding to this program so that we can get better outcomes for more That's right, yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, and especially at this and point yeah. in time, we had the pandemic that you know ravaged our country. We have all kinds of natural disasters. We have all kinds of things going on right now, and a little bit of civil unrest. And if anything can repair the fabric within this nation, it's the underlying veteran body that lives here and their families and people who are concerned about you know the democratic principles we have in the country and rebuilding our nation as a group. And so, uh, you know, that adding that to our workforce, to any employer's workforce, is a move in a positive direction uh, during any administration. The, our veterans have uh, proven to uh, go beyond what an employer expects many times <laughs> and uh, to strengthen their uh, corporate structure. So very, very well said. Uh, people need to be aware of that. Uh, but is there anything you want, you know, anything else you think we should be focusing on or thinking about, Mr. Rodriguez, you know, as we're going forward. And I always want to say Semper Fi yeah. before I start because <laughs> <laughs> obviously you have that uh, blood in you that's really great. <laughs> I do. You know, I don't know what, my mo- what my motto was uh, today, and I said the same thing. Semper Fi has been the, yeah. my motto for the last 30-plus years, and uh, I still try to live by that. So, so yes, thank sir. you for acknowledging that. Yeah. But uh, – as uh, Catherine said, you know, I think there is a lot of work to be had. I mean, we're never going to be satisfied in a real, in a best case scenario. We would love to work ourselves out of a job. Right? I think that would be our goal, <laughs> but we know that's not going to happen. And so, what we want to do is make sure we have the resources for our veterans, veterans, uh, women veterans, service disabled veterans, veterans with families, um, LGBTQ plus veterans. I mean, any veteran community had not been uh, previously supported we are looking to support them now and so what we are doing is really putting a focus on equity and um uh, equity and inclusion rather to ensure that any underrepresented community feels like they are now being represented because of the fact that we are paying attention to them we're getting resources to those communities and we can do more though we know we can always do more uh with additional funding because of the fact that uh, it's important for us to continue to uh, put the funding to use, and we want to expand those funds. So what we do need is partners. We need good partners who are doing this great work across the country to go into grants, apply for these uh, grants, and uh, help us do the good work with supporting our veterans. And so any information that uh, is needed, again, please look at our website. You can even look at our, um, our uh, government website, and it will tell you uh, how to uh, apply for this grant. So we encourage everybody to get out there and do that. And if there's questions, by all means, ask of us. Oh, fantastic! I'm really proud. I'm really proud of Mr. Rodriguez and and the role of the Assistant Veterans Department of Labor. You know, as a person who was one of the founding members of um, Homeless Veterans, uh, the National Coalition for Homeless Veterans, I was one of the members along with uh, all other founders that helped write the grant for the for grant for them as well as the HBRP mm-hmm. program. Uh, way back when, when uh, Congressman Kennedy uh, was a congressman out of Massachusetts, he put in for $400 million. We got $10 million. And look at what that $10 million has done. I mean, we have uh, the Homeless Veterans Reintegration Program. We knew way back then that the real um, healing power of a job, in whether it's homeless or mental issues, post-traumatic stress disorder, getting a job 
bringing home a paycheck will help put your place back with the family, will help you take on the role of leader again. And so I'm so glad that that uh, I'm still alive to see that this program has not died and um, that it's going full swing and even improving. I love uh, all of the things that you were saying that we really weren't thinking about back then. But uh, uh, just I want to thank you so much for your for your service and for the, the continued service you do. Yeah, because that, that's one, you know, that's a really good uh, point you're making, uh, Ralph. And as you were speaking, I was just thinking about this is not just affecting a veteran or even a veteran spouse. This is, a, uh, you know, affecting the entire family unit. You have children mm-hmm. uh, that are being affected by this when their parents can uh, have the money and, you know, have a job that's actually supporting the entire family. Uh, you're pulling the entire family out of poverty. What kind of miracles are those? You know, uh, the, the the veteran themselves, um, you know, has um, a sense of pride in everything we do. You know, um, and uh, you know when I say you know simplify, that's that means something, right? And uh, when I say who are, it means something. Every every branch of our military has a certain slogan, and it, it goes back to their heart. Uh, why they put the uniform on, why they, you know, shine their shoes, why they uh, make sure that everything is done properly and in order with dedication uh, to the mission. And to stand in front of your family and say, I can't complete a mission for you because I don't have a job is absolutely tragic. Coming back to the country that is so rich, that has so much to be thankful for, even though we have people complaining all the time about what I don't have and what I, you know, I have, you know, I only have a, a BMW. I don't have a Mercedes or I don't have a, I don't have a, you know, Porsche. <laughs> I only have a Mercedes. And we complain and complain and complain and don't know the sacrifices that these people have done, the men and women in the service. And to deny them the opportunity to show what they can do and what they can add to our nation is criminal. And so I am uh, so glad that the three of you are here because you have, you know, uh, halls of justice and marchers and all that. But people who are actually doing the work like the three of you are actually um, giving our veterans uh, the things that they need to succeed, to have their families thrive and for our nation to be better. When you have better people in a nation, you have a better nation. And so all of you are contributing to that. Uh, but you know, I'm going to do I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to ask you, what is your dream? What's your vision? And what are your wishes for 2022? Since we're starting the year off, what, what do you hope to see uh, in this year coming, as far as the program and people accessing this wonderful, wonderful opportunity for them? So I'll start with Mr. Rodriguez. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's a great question. You know, and we have uh, this motto for 2022 that I told the team that we were going to really look at uh, integrating this to everything we do for this year. And it's be better than you were yesterday, right? Because we want to really look at how we could continue to move forward. Everything that you just mentioned is how can we continue to move forward and how can we be better than we were yesterday? So we want to make sure that our programs are meeting our right goals are meeting our vision, uh, ensuring that we're getting support to our veterans. And we know that on average, 200,000 active duty service members transition out of the military every year. Now, we want to make sure that we give them the right resources to prepare them for success post-military service. We also want to make sure that when they are into that veteran status and they are having challenges, that we have 
opportunities to support them. We have programs that support them, and that's what we do at VETS. Specifically, everything you mentioned about employment. We know our veterans want to work, and we want to ensure that they have the resources to do that. We partner very closely with the Department of Veterans Affairs, Small Business Administration, and other nonprofit partners, unions. We, pro- we partner with everyone to have a collective effort to support our veterans, military spouses, and their families. And I know we can always do better, uh, but our goal really is to do our best work and get the resources to where they needed the most. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, the one thing is a shout-out to all those businesses that are listening in, uh, you know, because we're, we're nationally, uh, you know, present. Um, I want you to... Uh, Think about this program. I want your uh, people in your human resources section to know about uh, what they're doing uh, at the, you know, what our secretary, uh, deputy assistant secretary is doing for policy for veterans employment and training services. Uh, be aware, be aware of that, that this exists. And also organizations like our National Coalition of Homeless Veterans, uh, that uh, people like Catherine Monet and Ralph Cooper out there, making sure that our veterans, this is a, a, a national resource. They're saying it's a buyer's market for people who want to become employed right now. A lo- employers are looking for people to fill it. Fill it with some people with some kind of gumption, some people who have a spirit who can actually come in with dedication, uh, with strength, and with leadership skills. Uh, make sure that you're looking at these programs and you are pushing it forward for these people. So we've run out of time, but I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for taking your time, because I know how busy you are, uh, uh, James, for, for everything you're doing. Uh, thank you for your service of 22 years in the Marines. Thank you for your wife uh, being in the service as well thank you. <laughs> uh, in the Marines. And, and I want to uh, thank uh, Ralph and Catherine for everything they do every day. Thank you for your service to our veterans. And, again, uh, make sure that you look at nchv.org um, uh, and then also grants.gov. Get on in, into the picture. We're going to help our veterans. They deserve it. They deserve it. They deserve it. That's the final word. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Have a wonderful day. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.